We're shedding our masks and breaking down walls. Hell, we may even drop our drawers. That's right. We're going commando with Angela and Dana. Hi, my name is Dana Sardano, and this is Angela DeMarco, and we are going commando. Going Commando is a little show that we put together because we understand the importance of authenticity and we understand that being who we are and embracing that and embodying it and sharing it with the world is so important for for all of us. And we're hoping by doing it, we encourage you to do the same. Um, so with that said, good morning, Angela. How are you doing today? Oh, yeah, no. Good morning. <laughs> Best I can be, you know, holding the pieces together with some from glue and stuff. But uh, but yeah, you know, um, one thing, too, is when we talk about being authentic, it's uh, we're really like this is who we are. You know what I mean? Like this is the stuff that we're going through in real time. And we're honestly, you know, truthfully ourselves and want to show everybody that it's OK to be vulnerable. It's okay to be open yeah. and honest with the people that you trust. Of course, you know, we're just putting it on the internet for all to see, but uh, you don't have to do what, do what we do. But um, when you are able to drop your walls and shed your masks and all that shit that we say in the beginning of this show, um, it really uh, opens you up to opportunities to grow and to expand and to be seen and to be heard. Cause if you don't tell yeah. people how you're feeling, Who's going to know? Who's right? going to know? Yeah. You know, we, for those of you who are like just tuning in um, and don't really see our shenanigans on social media, Angela and I were able to spend Thanksgiving together. And again, if you're new to the party, Angela is in the process of a divorce. So she and her daughter came to, okay, let me just backtrack. I'm in Florida. Angela's in New York. My family flew up to Rhode Island to spend, um, Thanksgiving with my in-laws and Angela uh, drove over, took the ferry, but drove over uh, to Rhode Island from Long Island and spent it with us. It was wonderful. When we were there, I was having um, an experience. Uh, I'm going to be vague about it, but feel free to read between the lines. But I was having an experience with one of my in-laws that I, I felt myself getting um, irritated quite a bit. And what I realized was in my relationship with this person, and I've been with Rob, I've been with Rob over 10 years now, we'll be married 10 years in June. Um, I've never felt seen. I've never felt heard. I've never felt appreciated, valued, understood. If anything, I'm usually um, uh, not criticized, but, you know, given like, you know, unsolicited advice, you know, and uh, about parenting my children, even perhaps we'll just leave it at there. <laughs> And, uh, and the thing is, is I know it's not me because I know that this person doesn't see, hear, understand, appreciate really anybody. It's really a little bit of a myopic view, uh, they've got. And, uh, and, and what I, what I, what I left, my takeaway was I could be the bigger person and have compassion and be like, well, this person can't see, you know, this person doesn't understand. And I do that to the best of my ability, but the reality is. If you want to be seen, if you want to be valued and appreciated, understood all of that, you have to be willing to do so with others. People can't see you if A, you're not open in your heart and you're right just with yourself. And if you don't have the willingness to see others and even to go one step further, get a little esoteric with it. 
It's really when we are able to see ourselves be open and forgiving and loving with ourselves. And then our heart opens and our awareness opens, expands, right? We then can really truly understand all the aspects of ourselves, embrace them, even the shadow, embrace the aspects of ourselves. And then it broadens our lens to see that in others. And when we see that in others and we connect with the right people, then they could see it with us. It was really an eye-opening experience. That and the fact that Angela and I got to act like, you know, total... Um, <laughs> <laughs> dorks for about 24 hours. Oh, we had a yeah. sleepover. You know, Rob said to me last night when he was putting me to bed, when he was putting me to bed like I'm a child, Don't he's like, you. oh, I didn't get the tucky Angela because he tucky. He oh, tucky. Was, he's like, oh, I didn't tucky Angela. And then he, and I was like, oh, and he goes, Dana, you know, that would have been weird, right? He's like, that was never going to happen. <laughs> I think it would have been a little weird. A little weird, That's a little weird. weird. Yeah. But I, I loved our talk around the table. It was so cool just to like sit with you two and, uh, and help me get through all this stuff and talk about your stuff it was just so nice it was so nice to um do yeah, something it new you it know was. it was a, it was a rough thanksgiving because this is the first time yeah yeah but know? i'll tell you you know that's what healthy relationships look like yeah you know what i mean and the fact i got to sit back and watch rob <laughs> throw out his little, you know, his little two sensors, you know what I mean? Yeah, if you pick a pile of shit and shove it up a bull's ass, it's still a pile of shit, whatever the hell he was saying, you know, it's like, he he's so one. wise, he's so wise. <laughs> he did have some really, really good ones. Yeah, no, he's such a good man, yeah, and the fact is. that you got to have this conversation with him hmm. was really, really special, because you got to see it's possible, yeah. it's possible to be able to reason with, you know, those of the opposite sex. <laughs> 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 okay. okay. All right. So let's get to why we're here. Um, so we are in the season for gratitude and we are discussing the concepts in Dana's book, Beyond the Ten, Decoding the Woo Woo. Blah, it's going to show up on screen somewhere. Um, and it's been really cool because um, Dana really has this beautiful way of, of making the mystical, uh, showing how the mystical is very practical and how we can apply these things, or we do apply these things in our lives without even realizing it. Um, so it's really just decoding the woo-woo. Um, and I have no idea what we're talking about this week. So fill us in, Dane. So today we're going to talk about balance. Ooh, Ooh. Good one. <laughs> yeah, balance is a good one because I it's it's really crucial to every I say this about everyone. It's the most important <laughs> of all of them. <laughs> oh, I love all my children. Right, right, right. <laughs> but it's it's easy to overlook, you know, the importance of balance. You know, the balance within ourselves, balance within, you know, the world around us. Um I just want to open with my feelings on um duality right you know the, okay. the 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 two extremes but it's very very easy for us to judge really to put labels on everything this is good this is bad right mm -hmm. we do it every most of the time we do that we decide if we like something if we don't like it but we really are saying it's good or it's bad and within ourselves we do that as well oh this behavior is good this behavior is bad but really we are all aspects individual aspects that create a soul all these different personality traits all these things about us are different aspects and they're not good or bad they're either in balance or they're out of balance mm -hmm. and we spend our lives trying to reconcile these imbalances and when we do so then we become aligned mm -hmm. so that's my thoughts on balance what you got mm -hmm. to say mama 
That's very heady in a way. Yeah, yeah. Well, I wanted to open with heady and, and I mean, see it where is we Monday take morning, it. dude. Come on. Yeah. I yeah. think I've already finished my coffee and I'm a little still still. Can happy. I offer a specific? Can I offer yeah, a specific let's, let's, to help yeah, it along? Can we do the, 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 the ice cream analogy? Isn't that what you do in the book? The chocolate and vanilla? Yeah, yeah. But I, uh, yeah. All right. I could go. Oh my God, I have a choice. I could go. Yeah. This way. I don't know what to do. Not what so, is right or wrong, Dan. All right. So, so let's talk about judgment then, because that's what the ice cream is all about, right? Yeah. When somebody offers me ice cream and they say, hey, do you want chocolate or vanilla? I'll, you know, I'm all well, chocolate or vanilla. But if I don't like vanilla, I'm just going to be like, okay, I don't want vanilla and I'm going to go for the chocolate, right? <laughs> it doesn't mean the vanilla is bad. It doesn't mean the vanilla, you know, I should, I say in the bug, you know what I mean? That I should like go off about, you know, vanilla on social media and I should call vanilla evil and vanilla sucks and you know what I trash vanilla. It's just, I just prefer chocolate. Chocolate is better for me. So that when we think like that, and that's really more about the judgment of it, but I just right. want to talk about the aspects, the heady part that you were talking okay. about. So let's just use a personality trait or I'd say an aspect of my soul, right? But let's just talk about confidence, right? Mm -hmm. Confidence. So confidence is, it's, it's in the middle. If I am overconfident, right? If I am, or if I lack security, if I'm insecure, it comes across as overconfidence, comes across as arrogance. If my confidence wavers and I have a different personality type, I may become, you know, introverted and quiet and insecure like that, you know, want to disappear into the woodwork. So my confidence out of balance could either look like this or it could look like arrogance, belligerence, that sort of thing. It's not bad that it's belligerent. It's not evil. Right. Mm -hmm. It's not bad. I'm not judging it. It's not bad that it's super insecure and trying to hide under the floorboards, as you put it when you were talking in, mm -hmm. in our last episode. It's just out of balance. But what we do when we have an aspect of ourselves that's out of balance, talk about becoming entrenched in our emotions, we become shameful, entrenched in it. Right. I'm shameful that I'm going to use how it would look for me, that I have um that I act like I know more than I know and then I try to make other people look bad because it makes me look better. All those insecurities that create that overconfidence or that 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 arrogance. Yeah. And instead of just saying I'm acting this way because my confidence is wavering, it's out of balance. What can I do to restore that balance and leave the whole shame component out of it? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Does it make sense? Yeah. 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 I mean, it's difficult when you are in it, right? Of yeah. course, like you don't know what you don't, you don't have, I guess the first step truly is creating the awareness. Yeah. Right? 100%. So, so, so we create the awareness of a behavior that we have that we're not happy with, or it's, it's causing shame. It's causing grief because we act a certain way. Like my toddler, not my toddler, he's not a toddler anymore. Jeez, Christian fives. What do you call him? My five-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> he'll, he'll, I see him. He gets really, really mad and he'll hit or he'll swing to hit. And then I see him feel bad. Yeah. So he has shame, but it's really about why is he getting so worked up to that point of no return? Yes. Teaching but he balance. can't go through that process because he's five, but we all do the same thing. Like we lash out, we get angry, we say things, and then we feel bad that we said things. And it's like, okay, so why did I lash out? Okay, because I'm feeling insecure. I'm feeling like I'm fighting for my needs. You know, like we have to get to the root cause. 
And that's how. Root cause, root cause, root cause. And that's how, then that's how we achieve balance in those things. So, so where we have behaviors that we're not happy with ourselves, it's not about other people, but where we do things or, or feel things or whatever it might be that are, that provide, that are on the fear end of the spectrum, shame, guilt, um, you know, uh, just anger, all those things that are negative. If those things are, we are, if we're experiencing those emotions, those are triggers for the things that are not in balance. Is that fair to say? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah. And, and, and there's so many components to this whole idea of balance, right? So the first thing is the imbalance in ourselves. You know, if something in our existence in, in our, is not serving us, it, it, again, like you said, we don't like it. It doesn't feel good or whatever it is, rather than looking outward where am I imbalanced that this is happening? Or where am I imbalanced that I am not able to cope with what is happening? Yeah, You know what I mean? If yeah. you're imbalanced, then the world can crash and burn around you and you can cope with it in a healthy way. Uh, doesn't mean you like it. Doesn't mean that you don't have compassion. You know what I mean? Doesn't mean any of those things, but you are balanced. So I want everybody to do a little homework assignment. So I I want everybody, (laughs) I want, I want, and and if you're actually, if you're actually watching this, (laughs) no, but if you could take a second, you know, maybe pause this or something, get a pen or a pencil, a piece of paper. But if not, we could still do this. I want you to think about three aspects of yourself that are imbalanced. Just again, or just start coming up with aspects like, and just to help. Just to be clear, like I would be like, okay, what's an aspect of myself? Um, my sense of humor, my uh, my resilience, uh, my uh, we'll just use confidence, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, my compassion. Mm-hmm. So was that four? When I say get pick three, whatever it is, these are aspects of myself. And I ask myself on a scale from one to five, where am I in balance? That could change from day to day. You know what I mean? But where am I in balance? Oh, well, you know, confidence. I'm at like a seven. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But like, where am I in balance? And then if I'm like, oh, I could really have a little bit more compassion, then what can I do? Mm-hmm. I am, um, when I work with clients, sometimes what I'll have them do is, um, you know, have a day where you have to do like, if, if you were out of balance with compassion or thoughtfulness, then do try to come up with five things that day and practice it. It's a muscle. We were just talking about muscle memory. Yeah. You know what I mean? But if we're not, like you say, awareness, we're not looking at it, then we're not even going to know to build that muscle. Right. Right. And then when you can, when you do have that awareness, um, and you start to see like how good it feels to start to balance that, that, thing. Let's say it's compassion for me. It's uh, my worthiness, right? My worthiness to have my needs met and my communication of my needs and those kinds of things. That's what I'm really working on right now. Cause that's, what's really difficult for me. Right. Yep. So, but when I do that and I stand my ground and I set my boundaries, I feel a little bit safer. I feel a little bit more secure. Empowered even. Empowered. Yes. Yes. And it sucks. And it hurts to use muscles that we're not used to using. I went to a, um, Maddie and I went to a, a free class at F45, which is like an orange theory thing. It was awesome. But I haven't worked out like that in three, four years. And the next day we're both like, I'm like, I can't lift my arm. I can't, but it felt good. Yeah. 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 Yes. And accomplished. Really yes. Yes. So 
Um, there's a, when you're talking before about um, how the world could be crashing and burning, there was a meme that I just saw. I don't know if I sent it to you because that's all, all we do is send real yeah, yeah. Um, It was this little girl and she's dancing like this. You know, she's all cute. She's all like, la, la, la. And there's like fires and raging behind <laughs> her. And it's like, this is what, when everything's crashing and burning, but you're cool. <laughs> right, right. And- you know, you know, it's funny that you say that because the, again, that goes back to the balance, you know, you, to have your head completely in the sand is not good either. You're imbalanced. You yeah. know what I mean? So there's a, there's a nice fine line or balance. I keep using the word balance drink, but um, between, <laughs> between awareness and becoming sucked in. You know what I mean? Be aware yeah. of what's going on around you, but also be grounded in a way that you're not going to be sucked into something that doesn't suit you, that doesn't serve you, right? Right. So we're talking about the balance of the individual. Then you go look at the balance globally, the balance in, in, in the macrocosm out in the world, you know? So it's easy to look at things that we don't like and call them bad. Based, you know, some things feel really bad. I mean, murders and rapes, like it's bad, right? But really it's all manifestations of energetic imbalance. Mm -hmm. So when you have, this is so important. This is so important. Listen up folks. This is really (laughs) important. (laughs) I'll put on my leathery voice for you. Or is it velvety? Either way, sexy. Okay. (laughs) It's not leathery. (laughs) Oh God, I was so close to being normal. <laughs> but think about this for a second. I'm laughing because this is this is what's important, right? Yeah. <laughs> what I want to listen to. Okay. Okay, yeah, okay. So this is really, really important. Listen up. The shit that's going down in the world that we don't like, I'm not gonna name all of it. Just look outside your window, right? The shit that's going down in the world is is uncomfortable for all of us. It is clearly so imbalanced. But what we tend to do as human beings is we focus on the shit that we don't like and we get angry at the shit that we don't like. And we even yell about the shit that we don't like. And we're really fighting against the shit that we don't like, creating an even greater imbalance because that's where our focus is. The only way to balance that kind of imbalance is to balance it with the complete opposite of what that is. Compassion, love, joy, that's how you battle, so to speak, that kind of imbalance by, by bringing balance back. Mm-hmm. You have darkness, you balance it with light, right? Yeah. You get out, you have a fat kid on a seesaw. You need to throw a couple little skinny ones on the other end to create <laughs> balance. Confucius says. Confucius says. (laughs) But but think about that. Think about we do it all the time. We constantly focus on what we don't want. Yeah. I don't want that. I don't like that. I don't like that. Well then go away from that. Yeah. That's if that's where your attention goes, that's where the energy goes. That's what they say. The energy flows where your attention goes. goes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, no, it's true. And and also, so for me. I have like a vague awareness of what's going on in the world. And that's, that's on purpose. It's not to be ignorant. It's not to be rude. It is just that I know I personally become very entrenched in it. And just because it hurts me, it hurts me so much to see suffering. I can't even, even seeing a little kid get bullied on a Sunday, Sunday movie special, whatever I can't, (laughs) it like, it breaks my heart. So I purposely have to stay away from the details and, you know, even, you know, the stories I can't, can't because 
because if I do, then I'm not helping anybody because I'm just adding my energy to that, that whole thing. So I choose to focus on the love of my kids, my beautiful home, my life, like all the good things that are going on in my world, the people in my life, the, the work that we do. Um, I just, it, I'm just really like shining a light on, on all that is good. Cause that's where I, that's what I could do to help. Cause I can't go yeah. to a war zone. I can't, I'm not, I'm not a fighter. I'm not a prick, you know, a petitioner or whatever. Um, but I just have that awareness about myself. So it, turning off the news for me was like one of the best things in the world. And I, I always think about like when Dave was like, oh, how's Dana doing with the hurricane in Florida? I'm like, there's a hurricane in Florida? Like that's, <laughs> that's how oblivious I am. But I, again, it's not to be disrespectful or to not empathize with everybody. I just, I just know that I can't. So it's also knowing like where our boundaries are. You know what I mean? And yeah. if you're involved in a situation that's personally affecting you, and it's really, really difficult, of course, because it's in your face, you know, it's um, the one thing that you can do is try to try to help by seeing the good, try to help by seeing the light, try to help just by being present, you know, to balance that whatever the person's going through. Let's say you have a family member who's dealing with something and you're not it's like a third, you know, Kevin Bacon situation and you can be the comfort and support for that person as opposed to the sounding board and getting all getting them worked up because then you're just adding to that that fat kid on the side of this and you're not putting white kids little skinny kids on the other side so <laughs> yeah so i i mean i i see that going on you know all the time it's just like you know, people just supporting that, the you know, the err and getting angry and this is what's going to happen and it's got to be this way. And then it's like, you know, no, support that person with love and say, I'm sorry you're going through what you're going through and how can I help? How can you I know? help? Yeah. Yeah. How can I help is a big one. And uh, what, you know, I, I remember one of the chants that I had with my, when I taught freshmen and sophomores, like everybody wants to complain, you know, I'm like, we are problem solvers. I was always like, what are we? And they're like, we're problem solvers. I'm like, yeah, we're problem solvers. We can all focus on the problem all day long. You know, it's fun to dish. I'm not going to lie, but you're, you're keeping yourself in this, this uh, energetic state that, that is, it's not comfortable for anyone, for anybody around you, for yourself, for any of it. So let's take, you know, it, we don't want to have toxic positivity, but everything's okay. Everything's okay. You know what I mean? Like have a good cry. Or yell or be angry. Allow yourself to feel, but don't live there. Just let it go. Yeah. Let it go. Yeah. Bring yourself always back to balance. Yeah. Our emotions, there's a reason for our emotions. They assist us in understanding what's good for us, what's not good for us, right? Or what's not good for us to lead us to what's good for us. Mm -hmm. So feel the emotions, figure out what they're telling you, get them up and out. Or down and out, depending on how you process your emotions. <laughs> depending on which chakra screwed up. <laughs> but you release, and then you're able to to move on and and again restore balance. Yeah. Really, it really is the yin and the yang. It's a perfect yeah. example. Yeah. You know what I mean? The darkness yeah. gets the light with a little bit in each. Yes, yes. And if your emotions aren't getting to you, Dana's got a whole thing about physical guidance system. But like, if um. 
like the the release we were just joking about yeah. uh you know like like you're gonna like you know like have diarrhea if you're having some like issues in your <laughs> chakra area or tears for me i'm like i'm dealing with a lot of stuff up here you know what i mean just a lot of emotional using my voice and communicating and listening and big picture and it's very emotional so i'm crying my eyes out you know and then i feel better and i take a breath and i'm like oh yeah it's a release and if i don't allow myself to cry which is something i'm working on because i never really did because when i was little i got the don't cry <laughs> you know and think about um, think about how that served you it hasn't it, it hasn't it hasn't because it keeps it in here that i'm not being authentic it's like how's everything i'm fine everything's fine I'm just going through a divorce i'm fine yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> But, um, but it's hard. And if you can, if you're physically, if you feel like an anger and you need to release and you feel that thing, let it release in a healthy way and then sit and think about where it came from, what it is, like, what is the actual thing behind that, that thing? Because that's the only way you can truly release it is to acknowledge what it is. Acknowledge you it. Know? That's the shadows, man. Acknowledge it. Acknowledge it. And vaya con Dios. You know what I mean? Just let it go. <laughs> Out. <laughs> you don't have to go home. <laughs> oh, this is good. This is good. Helpful for me. Thank good. you. Good. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad you. Uh, you look a little lighter. Yeah. Yeah. You know, can't can't fake it. Um, it's heavy, but yeah. you know, we're getting through it. It's amazing how heavy we don't even realize we feel when when our lives are out of balance i mean just to stick with the theme here you know what i mean it's amazing we don't even realize it because it's like the frog in the pot sometimes it happens so gradually or we've been like this our whole lives i you know or or our house is growing up i didn't realize until i was an adult that every time i was in my mother's presence or in my mother's home like when i was a young adult going back to visit i just always felt like guilt like i always felt like guilt and shame i didn't know what it was but i just was always like a I always felt like I was doing something wrong. I never yeah. realized it, but it was just that I was just picking up what was in the household. And what happens is we feel heavy. We feel tired. We feel stressed. So what do we do? We go right to the numbing agents. Oh, I'm tired. I need a cup of coffee. Instead of going outside and breathing in some fresh air, taking a walk in nature. It yeah. sounds really like tree hugging, you know, hippy dippy woo woo. But it really, when I was in Rhode Island, I'm not going to lie. There's a lot of heavy energy there. There's a lot yeah. of heavy energy there. I made a point to walk every day. Because I was not out on Friday. No, not on Friday. <laughs> oh my god, it was so funny when you called. You left me a voice message, and it was the first day that you were there. Now you're you're in Florida, right? So Florida, you're on Rhode Island, uh, in the middle of November, and you're like, it's fucking twenty three degrees. I just yelled at some kid wearing bike shorts at the bus stop. <laughs> There was this kid standing on the corner, a high school student who was wearing um the uh, basketball shorts. He had a jacket on, and I was like. Like I was like, you know, I got like wet snot or frozen snot. And I looked at him and I was like, what are you, like, I couldn't even, like, I, I channeled my father. I turned into like quirky old lady. I was like, what are you doing? Why are you wearing, I was like, you're going to catch a cold. Like I got, yeah, it got weird. I know. That's what the boys do here. It's really funny. But I'll tell you, but... it was different. I had to leave the house, be outside, you know, be yeah. with nature essentially. You know what I mean? It was beautiful, beautiful in Rhode Island. It was a hilly neighborhood and the foliage yeah. was completely different than when it was so beautiful. And it just kind of was able to shake it off. Something that simple is helpful. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have that every time, you know, my husband walks in the door, I just shut down and I shut down and I can't, I can't help it. 
I can't change it. It's just the reaction because it's been living this way for eight years. You know, I didn't realize it, you know? Yeah. And yeah. when he's not around, I'm goofy with the kids and I feel better and whatever. But there's such like a, the minute he comes in and it's not his fault. It's just how I, you know, I assimilated to the situation where yeah. I couldn't be myself. Don't yeah. say things, don't do things, whatever. Yeah. And I feel it. And that's, that's, that's why we have to change this because I can't be, I can't exist like that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so what you're doing, think about how many people in your situation would grab a drink for me, mm -hmm. eat a cookie, take a pill. Oh, I think I'm depressed. I remember when, um, when right after I had Yaya, I had already known I was pregnant with Yaya. This is a story for another day, but I was pregnant with Yaya and I knew that I would be ending it with her and Nala's father very, very quickly. It was that it was a little bit of a severe situation, but I was like, no, I'll stay until they're in kindergarten. So they have a father figure and I'll stay. And after I had Yaya, I had her in January. So from January to mother's day, I literally cried every day because my body was, you know, was telling me I, you know, that I was not doing right by myself by staying. And I went to my gynecologist at, because obviously I just had a baby. <laughs> I wasn't like I'm depressed. I went to the gynecologist, but she was like, you, she started giving me pills for postpartum. And I knew that I'm like, I'm not taking this crap. I understood that I was, I was contradicting what my soul knew was the right thing to do. But yeah. what we tend to do, and I'm not saying I've never done it because I spent my whole thirties on drugs. So, and twenties, somewhere in my teens. So I'm not saying I don't understand, but we yeah. tend to numb these things or void, you know what I mean? Whatever it is, you know, and we've talked about this, the, you know, the selfies or the social media or the gambling or the drinking or the food or the shopping or whatever it is to, yeah. to numb or to avoid how we're feeling. And if we're, when we're ready just to be honest with ourselves and say, I deserve more than this, and then take the steps to, to figure out how to overcome, becoming back in balance without medicating ourselves in whatever way that looks like, um, we're better off for it. Yeah. 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 Right. And, and just, just because Angela will probably say this, but I'm going to say it. I do this for a living. Like, this is what I do. I assist people, um, to, to become unstuck or to overcome these challenges. So please feel free to contact me or go to my website, ubuntufishgallery.com. You can get a little bit more insight into what I do and how I do it, but I'm here to help. Yeah, man, I wouldn't be here like this without you. So thank you. Thank you for talking <laughs> like a robot. <laughs> I, don't know, I think I'm ready to wrap this thing up. Let's get that wheel. <laughs> oh, the wheel, the wheel, the wheel. Okay, wheel. so for those of you who didn't watch the last episode, we got a sign-off wheel because we could never um, agree, not agree, but we could never figure out the perfect sign-off. And we have new, we have new uh, categories. Oh, let me do it this way. Okay. So I'm going to look at it first and then I'll show you. So we have, of course, stay fresh cheese bags. Um, Bye-bye. And bye. Uh, oh, slow-mo goodbye that we picked up when we were Rhode Island. Uh, that's tough. <laughs> Later alligator in a wild crocodile. Don't be a dildo. Dropped call. And smash that bell for the sake of humanity. And I have dealer's choice in here because um, – we have an empty slot that feel free where we're listening to suggestions, but for now we'll just do whatever we want until you tell us otherwise. You ready? <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Okay. Let's do this. I gotta do it this way. Drop call, left drop call, drop call, okay. drop call. Yeah. Drop call, drop call. You ready? Yeah.
Don't be a dildo! Everyone has a story. I have a story. You have a story. We all have a story. As I see it, you have three choices. Allow your story to define you, use it to excuse you, or utilize it as a method to empower you. It's your life. You have the power. You choose. Rewrite your story on finduniquelyyou.com.